News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the Talk giant of North Alabama. And the show right now is Right Side Radio with Phil Williams as your host. Glad you were here. And like we like to say all the time, we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Time right now is 2.36 p.m. We're going to go to a guest here in just a minute. But before we do that, let me tell you about my friends at ZLA Solutions. If you're not familiar, ZLA Solutions is a company that is putting people back to work all over Alabama. And I mean that literally all over Alabama. ZLA Solutions, you can find them at ZLAUSA.com. If you're looking for work, they've got jobs posted on the website. If you're looking as an employer for more people to fill out your ranks, they've got the ability to find anyone you need, any skill set, blue collar, white collar, no collar, does not matter. Go check them out. ZLA Solutions. Dot com. They like to say ZLA Solutions, it could be ZLAUSA.com. They like to say ZLA Solutions does not make it per se, they just make it better. That's my friends at ZLA. Hey folks, uh, I want to bring on somebody who I'm uh, uh, personally acquainted with, very fond of. Uh, she is a rock solid conservative who has been fighting for small business in the state of Alabama for quite a while. Uh, my friend Rosemary Elabash is originally a native of Op, Alabama, and she's a graduate of Troy State University. She was also appointed as a state director for NFIB in Alabama in January 2003 and has been fighting the good fight for business uh, in the legislature and across the government and around the state of Alabama ever since. So let's go ahead and bring her on, my friend Rosemary Elabash. Rosemary, thank you so much for joining us on Right Side. Senator Williams, thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Can you believe they gave me a microphone? What is going on with our world? Well, you know, they know talent when they see it. Oh, now you now you're going to go ahead and just just kiss up to the uh, to the guy on the host. All right. Well, well listen, you're in hey, charge. <laughs> hey, but Rosemary, uh, I will say this about you. So, folks, as a former state senator, um, there were a lot of folks who did lobbying and, and governmental affairs in the state house, and they'd come up and down the halls wanting to spend a minute with you. And and there were times when you saw somebody come, and you're like, oh man, find me a door to duck into. Never with Rosemary, because as she was coming, it had a purpose. And as a conservative, I also knew she was a conservative, and that helped me a lot. Um, so, uh, Rosemary, thank you for what you do and for the reputation you've built over the years. Well, thank you. And um, it is certainly a pleasure to represent Alabama small business owners. Well, and, and you do it well, but uh, it's been a tough year. Um, so, what I'd like to do, I'm spending some time today. I've got some small business owners coming on the show. Um, and, and, and I want to hear from you, though, because you've got the broad picture. You've got the sort of the, the one-over-the-world look. Um, give me an idea. What's it like right now for small business? Because I, I gave an example earlier, Rosemary. I have a friend who owns a series of small um, kind of mom-and-pop level jewelry stores. And he was so frustrated during the shutdowns of last year because Walmart, the big box stores, were down the street selling jewelry, and yet he couldn't. And, and that kind of thing, that disparity has been all over the place, but it's still tough even today for some of them. Oh, it, it remains a very tough environment for those. And if you don't mind, let me give uh, your listeners just a quick background on NFIB. They were, yeah. NFIB was formed in 1943. We have an office in all 50 states and in Washington, D.C., Two founding principles that remain the same the first day we were formed until today. We ballot our members with a questionnaire every year on issues. 
and how our members vote is how I lobby. So it is not my opinion, but the members' opinion. The other thing we do, as you well remember, Senator Williams, is we publish a voting record on how elected officials vote on small business issues. So those two principles have remained the same. The other question that I get so many times is, what is the employee limit for being an NFIB member? The only criteria that you cannot be an NFIB member is if you're publicly traded. So membership in NFIB is anywhere from the local beauty shop, the restaurant, the accounting firm, a physician, a manufacturing facility, all of those. So we are extremely broad. And um, during COVID, which you started this off with, I've never had this many phone calls as long as I have been here. And it was frantic. It was panic, and the government instructions were confusing. They were changing, and small business owners need stability and consistency. And when they determined that we would have essential and non-essential businesses and who could remain open and who was required to close, that was like... um, something we had never faced before. And um, I hope we never do again. And we can thank Senator Jamie Keel, who passed House Bill 103, that says in any declared disaster or an emergency, if a business can maintain all the protocols issued by a government agency, then they can remain open. So your example of the jewelry store, or a furniture store, or a clothing store that was closed is non-essential, will no longer be allowed to happen. And that's, and that's wonderful. And that's, that's an example of, you know, I, I fuss at the legislature, and, and I fuss at them sometimes in a, in a you know, half-hearted way because some of, there's so many of them are still my friends. But at the same time, it's frustrating to watch them not in session during the last year and the governor not calling them into special session when I felt like things that you were saying right there could have happened a long time ago. But at the very least, they did bring it back around, and I'm glad that they did. Um, what are you seeing right now, Rosemary? I mean, if you've got any stats, I'd love to hear them. But what are you seeing right now in terms of small business recovery? Because, I mean, I know that some small businesses just truly did not make it. They, they, were, they were living on the margins before the pandemic, and it, and it wiped them out. And then at the same time, what are you seeing from those who did make it through about the recovery and how they're hanging on? Well, there are several issues right now that are front and center. So many of them receive the PPP loans, and they are working diligently to get those forgiven. Most of the loans in Alabama were that benchmark, 150000 below, and they need to you know, get those loans forgiven where they don't have to pay them back. So that is a number one issue. The other issue that is front and center is they can't get employees. And every place I go, there is a help wanted sign. I don't care if it is a local restaurant, a dry cleaners, a clothing store, medical offices. It is across the board. We do not have enough qualified workers. I did do a pre-COVID survey because we didn't know 
um, COVID was coming. This was in October of 2019. And at that point in time, employers told me they could not find qualified workers. That was that was the big thing then. Post-COVID, we did a survey in June, and the, the statistics are pretty startling. Um, if you were, and this is a statewide Alabama survey, so if you have 50 or fewer employees, 84%, well, excuse me, 84% of people that have 50 or fewer employees answered this survey. So we're talking about small businesses. We're not okay, talking about large. Yeah. Okay. And then 91% had a current open. Wow. So 91% of businesses with 50 or fewer employees had an open. Well, 93% so let, said, I can't find a qualified employee. Then the let me other ask you this. startling statistic about this yeah, go ahead. is go ahead and tell me. I ask if they had increased their salary or their incentives or benefits. 75% had increased salaries. Benefits, which means paid leave, health insurance, and vacation. I, when we talked earlier, I, I told you then, I don't know of a single business that's paying minimum wage. Not one. Well, Rosemary, let me they ask you this. all uh, above minimum wage. Let, let, let me ask you this. To what do you attribute, I mean, so Alabama Policy Institute, where I am doing a lot of work now, uh, and NFIB, I believe, and, and BCA, and probably some other interest groups, all uh, lobbied Governor Ivey, and she did wisely, I believe, turn off that enhanced unemployment compensation, that extra $300 a week that the federal government was paying that was really incentivizing people not to go back to work. And that has been gone now for weeks, but we're still seeing gaps in the, the workforce. So to what do you attribute the fact that they are still any number of vacancies out there? Is it because they still have money in the bank and they're not willing to go back to work yet? Or have they left the state? Or, or where's the gap? What do, you, what do you anticipate? Well, that would be a question really for the Department of Labor uh, to find out where the gaps are. But, you know, the bigger question is, what are those industries that had employees pre-pandemic versus those that do not today? So it is, is it manufacturing? Is it professional? Um, just what is it? But I, I, I'm going to make a projection here. I would suspect when school starts, if they go back in in-person learning in the, in the desk, that you will see more people returning to work. Well, and that would be, and I that think would be a part plus. part of what you said is correct. They still have money in the bank. Well, and that would be a plus. And, 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 Rosemary, let me ask you this. We've got a break coming. Uh, I'd like you to hang on during the break. Would you mind staying on a little bit longer? Oh, um, I, I, would, can... I would like to. Thank you. Okay, great, because i got a few questions I want to ask you and a few points that I'd like us to, uh, to hit on together. Folks, we're talking to Rosemary Elabash with NFIB. Uh, she's an advocate for business uh, and, and literally all over the state of Alabama and, and knows her stuff. And she's, she's quoting to us from not just anecdotal information. These are, these, are, these are her clients. These are her members who she has had an opportunity to talk to directly. And she's seeing it across the state of Alabama. And it's interesting to me right now that even though Alabama has chosen as a state, as a state government, not to continue giving the incentives of, of – unemployment compensation at enhanced levels, 
In other words, the extra $300 a month that some states are still doing, by the way. In fact, I would, I would hazard a guess that as President Biden is claiming that the economy is roaring back, that it's not quite roaring like he said it is, but that nonetheless it is coming back, and it's largely coming back on the backs of those states who have stopped enhancing people's ability to not go back to work, Alabama being one. And I'm proud that we're in that position. But there is so much more to do, and you and I are all seeing it as we go to the fast food drive through as we go to the, you know, the brick-and-mortar stores, as we, as we wait for our deliveries for things that we've ordered online, any of it, all of it requires a workforce, not all of which has returned to the workplace. And, uh, and that's, that's an unfortunate circumstance. Well, Copper, go ahead and cue it up, and, uh, and let's go ahead and, uh, and move to the break. The, um, there's more to come. Rosemary has got some stuff. I want to talk to her about where we're headed next and what she thinks uh, businesses might not be aware of that could help them through this time uh, and, uh, and the fact that there are other entities out there that might be able to assist. So listen, folks, it is Right Side Radio. Phil Williams, solid conservative and just plain right. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk giant of North Alabama, and the biggest show on the air right now in North Alabama's afternoons, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk giant of North Alabama and the best show on afternoons across the northern part of the state, Right Side Radio, with me as your host, Phil Williams. We are so glad you're here. Like to always say, solid, conservative, and just plain right. That's the mantra for the show. Hey, listen, uh, glad you're with us. We're going to go back to my conversation with my friend Rosemary Elabash here in just a minute. But before we do that, let me quickly tell you about my friends at etaxbreaks.com. You may not be aware, but there are any number, like over 3,000 government-run programs that are designed to incentivize your business, to give tax credits to your business, even grants to your business, literally because of the way you choose to run your business, most of which would seem like common sense to a good person who runs a good business. Things like, did you hire people during the pandemic? Did you retain them? Did you put your business in a current or a, a certain geographic location? Did you, did you just survive a natural disaster as a business? All these things are out there, and you don't even know they're there. Well, the experts at etaxbreaks.com are there to help you. I've known them. They've been doing this for 23 years. They are solid at what they do. etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Those are my friends. They will square you away. Well, I want to bring back on my friend Rosemary Elabash uh, with the NFIB, who has got her finger on the pulse of business across the state. And she, she knows what it means for the brick-and-mortar stores, the brick-and-mortar businesses across the state of all kinds to have survived a pandemic and what we're doing. And, and Rosemary, we just talked right before the last break about how so many businesses right now are struggling just to even, you know, fill out their, their ranks and, and get people on staff. And, and some have gone out of pocket to try and make things more, you know, appealable, like, like offering incentives and raises and bonuses and just bonuses for even coming to interview. But what do you see next? I mean, wh- where is this going? I know we're looking at school coming back. And you said it. I think that people will probably be coming back to work. I also feel like that's going to be a critical time because that's right when all of the eviction moratoriums end and, you know, the money's run out. And it's going to be a critical time. Some are saying bankruptcies may spike around that time. What do you, what do you think? 
Well, I do hope, and I'm going to use that word, hope, that people that are still at home, that they will look at their situation and realize for themselves that they need to work, not only for to provide for their families, but to provide an incentive and an example for their children. The other thing that I've talked about, um, talking with Dr. Jimmy Baker, who is the chancellor of the community college system, that this is certainly an opportunity for people who may want a career change, who may want to get a certificate of some kind to increase their educational skills in order to get a better paying job. And I would say to your listeners that this is an ideal time to do that. The community college system is changing some of their credentialing. They're going to do fast certificates. There are, um, as you know, Senator Williams, looking at all the certificates that are available. They're going to gear those to businesses in those communities where they are talking to business owners and saying, tell me what you need in a workforce. And so I am real pleased to be able to work with the community college system and connecting those business owners with those local colleges. Well, give Rosemary, people let me an ask opportunity this. to increase their their skill set. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's huge. I mean, a well-educated, well-trained workforce is a big part of what we need. And and there've been a number of things we've done that could even help that with folks like the dual enrollment bill that I had a chance to be a part of back in the day. Um, but but let me ask you this: Is there any pending legislation? Anything you're hoping the legislature will do? And we've got about a mm, about a minute and a half to talk about it. But is there anything else you're hoping is going to come down the pike that will in, enhance the capabilities of Alabama's businesses to, to get back up to speed? Well, I, I think there are a lot of things, but there's one thing since we've got a minute that I do want to bring up. Um, my, my business owners and other people got so many fraudulent unemployment claims. Oh, and yeah, the difficulty in processing those was hard. So I intervened on hundreds of those to get those processed. So we are, the legislature, I believe, is going to have to look, look very closely at making sure that those fraud claims are not paid in the future and that those people that did receive fraudulent claims have to repay that money. I, but I this totally is a serious agree. issue. It's a, it's a very serious issue, uh, Rosemary. Listen, as always, uh, Rosemary Elabash, thank you so much for the work that you do on behalf of business across this state. Folks, if you want to know more about NFIB, you can find them. They're online. NFIB is an organization that advocates for you as a business owner, and Rosemary is good at what she does. Rosemary, thanks for being on the show today. We appreciate you. Thank you, and y'all shop uh, often at locally owned stores. Thank there you, you go. All right, buy local. Hey, listen, folks. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN is the news talk giant in North Alabama. This is the show for the afternoons. Phil Williams hosting Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. We'll be right back. You're going to want to hear the next guy, Mark Gidley, running for office. He'll be with us in studio right after this.